0: Shake your booties for black girl nerds. Thanks for tuning in to this BGN Podcast Extra. We are here to present to you a special episode because, as of yesterday, the CW series Naomi aired its season finale. And we are here to talk to Casey Walfall. Naomi is a drama series created by Ava DuVernay and Jill Blankenship, which is based on the comic book series of the same name, co-written by Brian Michael Bendis and David Walker, and illustrated by Jamal Campbell. So we're really excited to speak to Casey. This is actually her second time on the podcast, so we welcome her back to speak with Ryan and talk about this season finale. Spoilers are... Ahead on this one. So if you haven't seen the show, go ahead and watch that and listen to the podcast and sit back, relax, and enjoy this BGM podcast extra featuring actor Casey Walfall of Naomi. Welcome to
1: the Black Gunners Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And what is the definition of a hero, right? A superhero. Or, you know, like maybe you get some like Superman powers and it's like, what are you really going to do with them? Like, how are you going to use them? Well, if you already have Naomi on your watch list or maybe you just got your DVR set because you're ready to go because, you know, the season finale is upon us. um, Yeah, I'm just going to tell you guys to brace yourself, get your tissues out, be ready because it's two hours. So, you know, it's going to be epic. You know, it's going to be big. But somebody to help us get through it is on this episode with me. I have Naomi herself you guys casey walfall is the best amazing talented how you doing casey hi thank you so much how are you i'm good so good thank you for joining me so how is a superhero life like are you getting enough naps between hopping different universes
2: and everything it was it was actually um now reflecting on it i've been looking at a lot of pictures because the finale is coming out and i was just working 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 but it was great because naomi was just working 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 and (laughs) she's jumping constantly uh starting to jump from these different universes and fighting people um so hopefully she'll get some rest after after the season finale if we get another season hopefully she'll get some rest (laughs)
1: Well, I'll put it out there that she's going to rest in between seasons. You know, she's on her off her off superhero hours. So by the time next season comes around, hopefully she'll be real rested. Yeah, she's
2: going to be studying <laughs> for her schoolwork. She's going to be writing her college essay and then she'll get back to that.
1: Oh, yeah. You yeah, the a college essay. Yeah. You got to take time out for being a hero to do that. That's that's true. Yeah. That's true.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but I got to ask you, though, because it can't be lost on people, right? That this is um, a young, intelligent, loving, brave black girl. That mm-hmm. is taking taken on being like realizing that she is a superhero what's the feedback you've gotten like down we're getting down to the finale like what's some of the feedback you've been receiving
2: you know it's it's great to especially get feedback from young black girls especially because like I didn't growing up I had very few black superheroes that I could look up and I could see myself and especially young ones so to see just those messages always always warm my heart and then also I remember when the show was first coming out and people were saying that um You know, I try, I stay off the internet sometimes. I Mm -hmm. haven't been on like a while, but people would say like, oh, she's so perfect. You know, Naomi's a perfect girl. But now that they're seeing throughout the season, they're seeing that not everything is perfect. And the girl that you saw in episode one, that was a facade. So her getting her powers, you see a girl who's vulnerable, who's also still brave, but is also still a teenager at heart. So I think that that is great that people have been able to see her true character based on the things that have happened in the show.
1: Yeah. I always thought she was just, I always, I never thought she was trying to be perfect. I just always thought she was just trying to deal the best way she can. Cause I'm like, how do you find out? Like, as soon as you think you see Superman, you got like a million powers just popping out of nowhere. Like she can be at lunch and she gets a superpower.
2: Exactly. So, exactly. you
1: know, it's not like the easiest thing to walk around and like deal with that. So I, I thought you did like amazing job playing in between, you know, like her dynamic of like, okay, I got to be normal. I'm 16, but I also have these powers. So I can't tell anybody. I can't tell everybody.
2: Yeah, it, it, it was, it was fun because it was kind of like, I could, I could definitely relate to the part of being a teenager on the show. Like I started the show when I was 16 and I'm 17 now. And it's crazy that it's crazy that this is Naomi's reality, because you think as someone, what I love so much about the show is like, it's a girl who's in the DC universe, but doesn't know she's in the DC universe, but like <laughs> loves superheroes. So to think like she loves superheroes and then she finds out she has powers and she's like, no, this is not what I want. Um, right. It's really interesting.
1: Um, But also too, I want to point out, cause I know you say you're not on social media a lot, but I checked out your Instagram where it was cool. You were giving a lot, I saw a lot of like support for the black directors behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Kent Falcon was one of the ones I remember seeing, Um, but how how is that for you as an actress? Um, you know, I know you're in the headspace. You do whatever, regardless. But how is it to have like that? You know, somebody directing you in front of the camera too, that you know can relate on a different level.
2: It's working with Miss Ava first of all. Like, oh yes, Miss
1: Ava can Cannot forget her.
2: <laughs> you never forget Miss Ava. But just Miss Ava has this, um, you know, company called Array, and mm-hmm. basically, I've been on. I've been on a lot of sets. I've been acting for a long time, so I've been on. A, I've been on a lot of sets growing up, and. you you know you're sometimes there's sometimes no black people in the hair and makeup department and you have to do your hair before you come to work especially when you're a child actor like that's just that's not acceptable and you go on set and you see nobody that looks like you and you feel that you can't speak up you're not supported to speak up but on a set like Naomi it's like you see people that look like look like how people look like in the real world. You know, you see, I we have two Black camera operators, a Black woman that's a camera operator. It just makes you feel so much more comfortable and so much more supported to see people that look like you and are supporting you to create something, to create something that is uplifting our community in, in so many ways, but just working with all the directors like Domaine Davis, which is great, who directed the second part of this finale, Carl Seton. Um, you know Angel Christie Williams, one of my favorite people. Um, Kent, Kent, like so you see, you have so many people that have directed that are Black directors, and it's great because I haven't always worked with Black directors. And being mm-hmm. able to like feel comfortable to say something and also be authentic to our story is really powerful and very helpful.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. I shout out to Ava D. Renee for this is amazing. Um, just her having to, re, you know, kind of rework this in a way, bring it out of the comics a little bit, so it's a little bit easier to, you know, to see on television, and then you know, still have us wanting to go read the comics because I know I would wanted to go down the rabbit hole after seeing Naomi oh. and just stuff that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to get into the comics because I'm like, I know it's things like I know it's like little Easter eggs and stuff I'm missing because I'm like, I
2: haven't read the comics yet. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, there's a lot of fun. There's a lot of funny strikes. I have to actually catch up on season two of the comics. I got a bunch of them the other day, but they just came out. You know what? Speaking of comics though, because I'm wondering, okay, you looking at the top comics right now, seeing Naomi's
1: powers and everything. As they're revealing on set, what is that like you for, for you as an actor to kind of do that? Because I know we talked about, um, you know, you got to do the hand moves and everything because the energy and stuff has come out of her hands. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you talk about like, um, and spoiler alert, you guys, Um, If you haven't made it to episode 11, but so, you know, pauses come back. But if you talk about like her super speed and stuff, how were you, how was that trying to act that out on set? Like, how did that go down?
2: Oh, super speed was my favorite one. I think it's probably (laughs) my favorite one because there's a lot of, and you know, in the finale, there's some new powers and there's almost a new power every episode. And some of them are really, some of them are harder or uncomfortable um, just because they're like not human things that we do. But 100% super speed. I got to run on the treadmill and I watched The Flash. So I was was always (laughs) so interested on how Grant Gustin was able to do that. And then I remember probably like, maybe four years ago, I watched a video of him on a treadmill and I was like, that's how they do that? Like having no idea that I would be able to do something like that. Um, So that one was super fun because I was running, I don't even know how fast I was running. I was running probably like the fastest I've ever run on a treadmill, but I was so focused that it really didn't, I really wasn't noticing it, but I was running super duper fast. Um, And it's fun to do those comics. I mean, it's fun to do those powers. I always Mm -hmm. kept the comics in my bag whenever we were doing every episode that we were doing and especially if there was a power and if it's something that i do with my face or do with my body movement that um is similar to the comics i think that it's really helpful to always look at the source material um but yeah super speed was definitely my favorite power And speaking of like favorite power maybe
1: i'm also kind of thinking like naomi's team is like one of her superpowers too one of her inner, hidden powers because sometimes superheroes always have a team behind them right like people that just always like no matter what naomi says her team is gonna be there to try to help her you know for better or for worse someone might get guided you know Naomi got to save them too but you know it's all mm-hmm. right it's, it's still you know still in there where, where it counts but you know Lourdes and um and annabelle especially what um do you feel like because I guess you kind of as you kind of go into the episodes um definitely in the finale again you guys we're getting into spoilers so pause us and come back um if you want to when you catch up but um do you feel like that does hold her back because I I feel like there was this question of if she that fear and if she's ready because she has so many people that have her back and that are ready you know in case she needs them
2: I think it it, the reason why she had to do what she did in episode 11, I spent a lot of time thinking about that with the whole Nathan thing is because it is too much. Something has to give. I remember people, people were asking me that, especially in interviews, probably like when the show was first coming out and we hadn't shot that episode yet. And they were like, something has to give. It either has to be, she's falling behind in school. She's having problems at home because she's so much that she's juggling. And I think that it did, it is holding her back. She has a lot of in herself that is holding her back. You know, she doesn't think that she's able to do these big tasks yet, but also to care for all these people that are extremely close to her in her life and also Mm -hmm. fear for herself is a lot on her. So I think that, you know, they are her greatest superpower in a way that she can always go to Annabelle when she's sad and Annabelle will always, they'll always have her best interest at heart. But I think that it's important for her to step away from them and truly realize her greatness before one of them gets hurt.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah, and especially Annabelle, cause she is, she is right ride ride. I around. Mean, I remember she always says in the, in the series, what's your favorite? I'm curious. So do you have a favorite Naomi
2: Annabelle scene? Ooh, I probably, I think, um, okay. Favorite scene. And then I'll do favorite scene to film. I think, um, the scene in episode two, when they're in the, in the they're sitting down in Naomi's room after she has like she gets really mad because she doesn't she's denying that she's an alien and Annabelle comes in and she's like what's up and she's like crying and they're in Naomi's room together and she gives her a pep talk that's probably one of my favorite scenes mm-hmm. just about how it turned out a really fun scene to film Ooh. um well in the two-part finale actually um, Mary Charles and I have this scene who plays Annabelle where we're outside and we're walking um, in a certain space. Um, you gotta watch the finale. Um, but it was <laughs> freezing. It was actually freezing. Like it was snowing. Um, it started snowing, and we shoot in Atlanta, and everybody calls Atlanta hot, Atlanta. And it really was <laughs> not freezing it was so cold and we were trying it was it was like not even that much of a hard scene like it was a very the beginning of it was a very easy you know like a couple lines and it was just so cold and we'd have to shoot switch our cameras and everything but mary charles and i really bonded while filming that the part one of the episode because we were just we were running from the van to do the scene and it was just it was a lot of fun because we also had a lot of downtime and since i'm always working and going to school i didn't have so much downtime on set um so that was that's a very fun scene that we shot
1: yeah those I love any like any Annabelle scenes are always hilarious with her and Naomi because they like want to be there's they're always like they are always ride it out of me like they're always going to be there for each other but the situations they have to put each other in and Annabelle's never like okay I need to sit this one out. when you're like no girl don't do it don't go to that door but she's like no, no I'm, I'm here to do it she is she is she's, she is a writer at <laughs> um but okay so I got to talk about too the other main fixtures in Naomi's life D and um Zumbato what is it like working with um Alexander Cranston who plays Zumbato that on set and like the training and everything were there any kind of like funny moments behind the scenes when it's like all three of you guys on the scene together
2: well what's really funny about well just I laugh with those guys so much I think like the people who would never expect me there's like Four pe- there's only like a couple people that like, I'm very, I'm more serious on set, very focused. And I'm always like, when we're usually when I'm offset with Alex, I'm always laughing. And Cranston and I, especially when we had to do our scenes at the beginning of the season where we like did, our characters did not like each other. I remember when I first met Cranston, Cranston and Alex are both very dedicated actors. And when I first met Cranston, you know, I'd met him on Zoom. He scared me on Zoom, first of all, when I had my Zoom chemistry read. Like he, we were, I'd, he like changes. He's one of those actors. He's such a great actor. You meet Cranston in real life and he's like this ball of light. And then when he goes into his character, it's like, wow, like you are talented because I see a completely different person. And um, I remember when I first did the Zoom with him, I was like, this guy is really good. <laughs> like he actually, he, he he scared me. It was the wood scene that we did on Zoom when I was auditioning. But just especially when we had to do those first scenes with Cranston in the beginning of the season, we wouldn't really talk to each other too much on set, you know, stay because our characters didn't like each other. But as we started to warm up, it was like, we would just we would just be laughing about anything. It's like those guys are like they're they're like big little kids, <laughs> like they're the best. Um, but I have a lot of fond memories with them. And Alex is very dedicated in all his training that he does offset. He does, he does so much training. Um, and we would do a little bit of training before we would do our scenes. But n- hopefully, if we get another season, I would love to do some tr- like offset training with Alex. But we did some on, on set training, but just not on the camera.
1: Yeah, well, you, you can tell you guys have like great cremi- chemistry because it's like Naomi stuck between two trainers. You know, mm-hmm. one is more of like, okay, you need to be, you know, have Zen and learn how to use your body movements learn how to use your, you know, make sure you have an effective like body as a weapon if you can't use your power. And one mm-hmm. is like, okay, you got to get right to the powers. You got to go, okay? Like we got things to do. You got to get, so it's always cool to see those scenes and her kind of like having to make that decision, but kind of almost like tug of war, but it's all love because they love her at the end of the day. So that's cool. hmm um, but okay, I want to ask though about like the party, the anniversary party for her parents. Who wore the suit better though? I was trying to figure out between D and Zubato who dressed up better to come in because I'm like these guys will put like fashion moments on to come and help Naomi out.
2: Ooh, listen, I I think that both wore it good. It was such a pleasure to see Alex in a joy and just the funniest <laughs> thing ever to see yeah. Alex. like I remember I heard about it because I think was Ava had mentioned it I I spoke to her on the phone about that episode and she was just so ecstatic like she truly was a part of that decision for um Alex to wear a suit and do his hair different so I knew about it but I hadn't seen him so I remember one day on set they were doing a scene that I wasn't in but I was searching for him (laughs) and I found him and it was the best it was like my reaction was the best thing ever
1: yeah. Like Naomi's reaction was dope too. Cause she was just, she like, I remember t- a couple times at the party, she got goes and stands by, but she's just looking at him like, I can't, like, I cannot believe he put on a whole suit to come in here and do this. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like her, her reaction to all that kind of stuff. But I want to know, what is your favorite Naomi outfit? Cause Naomi was dressed to the nines too. Like she looked dope in a lot of these outfits.
2: Ooh, my favorite Naomi. outfit. Epi- or like a top
1: two or something.
2: Ooh, I'll give you my top two. Ooh, I love the pilot outfits. Because that's where you first, I think it's so pure that you first get to see her like that before like anything happens. So I definitely love the the party outfit in the first episode. I love that whole look first of all. I think because I was also just so excited to be on set. Like I was just such a like sort of like a baby I think of myself when I first started (laughs) and I was just so 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 ecstatic to be there. And I think when I first put that outfit on I truly felt like the character. I was like this is this feels like Naomi and I got to feel like her when we did the the camera test for that with the hair and we did eyeliner and I was just so excited and then I think another one oh my outfits in episode um in episode eight were fire I had like um these purple pants that I wore yeah 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 they almost look
1: like silk or something to me like it looks very like comfortable
2: yeah, it, it was it was very comfortable and you know the cardigans that they put on me. and of course the sneakers.
0: The mm-hmm. sneakers
2: are one of the best parts of the wardrobe. I actually got yeah, to school. I have so many different doubles. Um, I will tell you that I that I was able to. I was allowed to take some sneakers from <laughs> from the show and we just have a great array of they, Naomi has a great sneaker. She's a sneakerhead completely.
1: God, that's cool. We love her being a secret. Look, OK, I keep going on and on because there's so many cool things you guys are going to find out now for the for the finale here. The only thing I want to talk to you about and I'm saving this for the end just in case you guys really want to pause and don't want to know anything about this two hour finale because I'm telling you, you need to buckle up. It's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about Jennifer and Greg. Jennifer and Greg are like a whole thing where I'm like, I'm gonna pray for Naomi on this one because she keeps trying and they keep coming back. <laughs> what I'm curious. I'm curious. Do you think she is completely done? Cause I got to ask this for the fans. Cause I know they're going to want to know, do you think she's completely done with her parents or you think she's going to understand again? Cause she's been trying to
2: understand them the whole time. Yeah. So I, I can say, I can say my opinion on everything after, after what has happened. I'm assuming everyone has watched.
1: Yes. Um, yes. Guys watch it. This is why I'm doing this at the end. So pause us, watch it, come back. That's yes. why I'm saving this for the very last question.
2: Um, I remember I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell a story really quickly. I remember this was even before I booked the role. and I had maybe booked it in Miss Ava's mind, but I definitely did not book it in my mind. Um, I sat down with Miss Ava in LA and my mom, and she started telling me about the show. And she was like, and her parents are bad. They're bad people. Yeah, and I remember I was first, and this was before I had even booked it. I was testing for the role. And um, I was like, okay. Um, I was a little concerned. And then I talked to, when I booked it, I talked to Joe Blankenship and Miss Ava about it during the pilot. And I was like, oh, does it happen during the pilot? Like, do you find out what her parents did during the pilot? And they were like, no. So then the mm. then the show ended up getting picked up and I had to keep that secret for the whole season. I had to keep that. I couldn't tell any cast members because then if I had told other cast members, they would have, you know, like, it was a very big secret. And I don't even right. think Malzeman and Barry knew till a certain point. So I think that Naomi, the whole season is about her finding her power. So I think think she's done to a certain point. I don't think she's completely done because, of course, she is an alien, but she still has human emotions Mm -hmm. and um, all of that. But I think that she will definitely never have the same relationship with her parents again because they watched her suffer and they allowed her to suffer And they're, they're, they're liars, you know, for all we know that they could be lying about like what they did to the parents and they used her. And if you can lie about that for that long, do you, do you really genuinely love someone? Like if you can lie to her about her birth parents and all those questions and make her move. And when she gets beat up by these villains, not say anything and not help her at all. Um, can you just keep and they and even in the and even in that scene, like I remember reading it and they just kept denying, 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 denying. So then you really think, like, I don't know the people that I've been that I've called my parents for all for 16 years of my life. Mm.
1: Yeah, the emotions are real, you guys. I'm telling you, you're not ready for this two hour season finale. And that was just like half the stuff to me. So yeah. you guys better buckle up, get ready. It's gonna be emotional, get your tissues ready. You know, mm-hmm. all that stuff, you know, watch it with your friends, get ready for it. Um, Casey, you are the best. Thank you. And I'm hoping I'm going to talk to you season two. I'm going to put that out
2: yeah, there. Of yes, yes. Thank you so much.
0: The Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Broadnax and Ryan Bennett. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and Spotify.